TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! You know, the beauty of baseball is you can sit next to your neighbor and have a conversation, or you can just completely ignore them. Baseball spoken here. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. That is a reviewable play, but the Yankees choose not to review it. A swing and a drive to deep right, away back, off the pole, Francisco Lindor. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch, a deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. It's 2-2 two to two in the bottom of the sixth, and I just can't get my eyes off that man with the tall head. It's quite a game, but man, that guy is ugly. You know that guy hasn't blinked this entire game? Just a dead-eyed idiot out on a Thursday afternoon. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. We're going to be awesome for you right now. On 1080. Hey, one for one, that's about a thousand, dude. That's baseball, baby. Help us, please. Somebody help us. The Fan. Yeah. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. We do this bad boy every single Wednesday night from 8 to 10. If you missed the first hour, you can check us out on the Les Schwab podcast. Les Schwab Tires podcast. You can check that out on 1080thefan.com or on Twitter at 1080thefan. I won my fantasy league. Not the keeper league that we're in, but uh, the homeboys yeah, I, league. I, uh, did I say that last week? I think you did, yeah. Oh, okay, well, I'm just proud of it. That's good. You can be proud of it. I'm proud of you for it. I haven't won a fantasy league in a while, so it feels good. <laughs> it's like meeting girls. It's like getting laid. You're like, hey, did I tell you all this already? All right, well, I'm telling you again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, go me. That's what oh, I've got oh. going on right now. I'm excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mostly because I'm not ex- excited about anything else. So you're like, what can you think of that you're excited about? Oh, yeah, yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, we got to we gotta use the last uh, last bit of this half hour to try to break down these playoffs as quickly as we can. I want to start we in the National League. We got the DS series. Yeah, I want to start in the National League. Uh, as much as I thought the Cubs-Brewers would be a better series because I do think they have a budding rivalry going, uh, we have Rockies-Brewers. Uh, I think this is kind of wide open slash not really. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like the Brewers are the better team. I feel so too. But they're starting pitching not great, and the Rockies can hit anything. So yep. that could make this series quite interesting. I think my biggest thing is that the Brewers have probably the best bullpen in the National League, still alive right now. I, I actually don't like anybody's bullpen other than theirs. And it's not even like who's better. It's like I hate everyone's but theirs. I think the Dodgers' bullpen is okay. Oh, because Kenley Jansen looked good the other well, night? No, no, no. It struggled at the end of the season, but it has good pitchers. But, yeah, I think the Brewers with, with Hater and, and them are really, really solid. Yeah, Hater, Jeffries. Um, ah, 
There's one more I'm forgetting. Cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like the Brewers in this. Um, I as, as much as I'll probably be rooting for the Rockies, just because, you know, if you listen to this show, you know I'm a huge Nolan Arenado fan, um, and I would like to see them do something. I would love to see this series go five games. Um, I thought if the Cubs got in this, it would go five games. Uh, but I'd love to see the Rockies push them. I just think with the way Yelich, Kane, uh, and even Braun, who, who's been playing well, even though we despise him on this show, uh, I, I got Brewers in what, four? No, I'll go Brewers in five. Brewers in five. I think this will be a good series. I, I don't think it's a sexy series. I don't think a lot of people are going to watch it just out of baseball interest. Plus, but... I also think they're going to play a lot of day games. Because well, it's Midwest. Maybe. The the thing I will say is this series is two teams who have almost always been just on the outside looking in. And now they're both in and they're facing each other. And I think that makes it interesting for diehard baseball fans. And I would like to see which one takes the opportunity by the throat, if you will, yeah. and advances to the NLCF. Well, it's too bad Kyle Freeland pitched in the wild card game because I'd love to see him game one on the mound. I'd well, love to see it. I remember, I saw the report the Brewers are throwing a bullpen game game one. So Awesome. Awesome. Save Freeland for when they, they throw their best starter. Uh, this this is a make or break for Craig Council. You're going to take a young kid who's, a, who's not too far removed from playing the infield in baseball against Bud Black, who has a long-time managerial experience. It'll be a fun series. And then we'll switch over to the other side of the National League. And you got Braves-Dodgers, and do we just throw papers in the air and just not care about anything and just tune in and watch. Cause for me, I can't even begin to try and choose who wins this series. Well, I think the Dodgers win the series because most people, I, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, well I should, I'll, I'll change my thought. That's not what I mean. What I mean is I think everyone thinks the Dodgers will win the series. Agreed. I will agree with that. And I think everyone thinks the Dodgers are the best team left in the National League, or at least the most uh, the most comfortable team to pick that's left in the National League. Fair. If you're a if you're a betting man in Vegas, yeah, you might choose the Dodgers. But I think it'd be foolish to overlook the Braves just because you're uncertain about how they're going to do in the playoffs. The Braves have looked really good this year. Agreed. They've got great young players now compared to the Dodger. Uh, the Dodgers lineup is actually pretty scary. Oh, yeah. Watching oh, yeah. it in, in game 163, it was a reminder of like, whoa, okay, yeah, this, this, this lineup is really good. But there's also a reason why they were in 163, it, I, I guess is my biggest argument, is that, sure, this, Bra this Braves team reminds me of the Astros three years ago when they got into the playoffs, and it was like, whoa, these guys are ahead of schedule, and then they kind of S the bed yeah. against the Royals, yep. and it was like, oh, yeah, you're young. They this showed fight. But then lost. This it. Braves team reminds me of that. You're a little ahead of schedule. I think the Dansby Swanson injury is really, really tough on them. But they've got Fulte. I like Fulte a lot on the mound. And Acuna and Albies. I, I think this team. Albies can, hasn't been playing well in the second half. But though. I think this team can put up a fight. And I think with Kershaw's postseason demons. And I don't. I hate their bullpen. I absolutely hate Los Angeles's bullpen. And Kenley Jansen looked shaky the other night, gave a back-to-back -back home runs. Uh, I I might pick the Dodgers in this, but I think the Atlanta Braves might give them a, a good run. 
I'm going to pick the Dodgers because of one thing and one thing alone, and it's pitching. And I'm talking about the Braves pitching. Yeah. It, if you're going to say your ace is Fulton Avich, great. He had a great year. You're right. But beyond that, who do they have right now that you would trust in a playoff game? Right now, I'm just looking at their at their rotation right now. They, they got, still got Julio Teron. They do. <laughs> They've got Kevin Gossman. They've got oh, Gossman in the What's playoffs. Up, Joe Fisher's Baltimore. Orioles? But do you trust him in the playoffs? Oh hell no. They got Sean Newcomb, who's the who's the rookie. He pitched well this year, or he's not a rookie, maybe a second year. But do I trust him in the playoffs? No. They have Anibal Sanchez still. Like really? He was decent. And in they've Detroit. got. A, and I watched got a, him a lot. A pretty good closer, but he in a role of Vizcaino, but he hasn't had quite the year that we thought he would have. So I. I trust the Dodgers pitching more than the Braves pitching. You're probably right. You're probably I like, right. I like Acuna. I like Freeman. Camargo's had a good season. Marquecas. Marquecas has had one of his career years. Yeah. You, you're probably right. And and if somebody held a gun to my head and said, who are you going to take in this series? I'm probably taking the Dodgers. I guess I just want to give love to this young, up-and-coming team that, to be honest, in three years could be the Houston Astros. Could be. They could Absolutely. be, and I, I really like them. Uh, I'm sticking with Fulty in a keeper league. I traded Javi Baez for him, so my my eggs are all in that basket. Um, and I the think person, I, person who texted in Rockies in six, that's impossible. Yeah, I know. That's why they did it. Uh, I, Is I that think, why they did it, or did they think it's a seven-game series? No, they did it because they know it's a five. Uh, I I think this is the opportunity. I think the Dodgers will win. I think this is the opportunity to really see what the Braves have been doing. I think they're doing it the right way. Again, I've said this probably five times already. They're like the Astros. So watch these guys. See Ozzie Albies. See Freddie Freeman for the pro that he is. Maybe a top five player in baseball. Maybe the most. He's Paul Goldschmidt two years ago, right? Yeah. He had a season where he got hurt, and then everyone forgot about him. Freddie Freeman is a top 10 player in baseball. I think what's going to be interesting to see for the Braves is your, well, to your point about the Astros aspect of it, are they going to be able to turn into that kind of a team? But also, we have kind of ignored them for the last month, mm-hmm. kind of like we did with the Indians because mm-hmm. they had run away with the division. Right. It wasn't close anymore. And you just kind of stopped watching them because you knew they were going to win. Yep. I'm curious to see how they look again because I honestly I haven't watched the Braves since August. So I was just looking at their stats. They their their bats have been very cold in September, but their pitching's actually been good. Anibal Sanchez has been good. Uh, Tuki Toussaint, one of their top prospects, came up. Toussaint. He's been good. And uh, Fulnavich has been good. So maybe that is where they go. Is the starters actually carry a little bit? The only hitter who in the last three weeks has, has played well as Acuna. So. And if you listen to this show, we're not Dodger believers. No. Because we don't understand. But I I understood this year better. And Hunju Ryu is going to pitch either game one or two. Game one. That and doesn't I'm, make me feel great. And I'm reminded that their lineup is actually quite dirty. Yeah. So if, if they, they can hit. If they hit. And, and uh, Kershaw. If they hit. If he pitches. Uh, We'll see. So that's the National League. When we come back, we'll try to quickly do the American League. This is Portland Sports Leader, and this is the hot corner. Joe Fisher behind the glass. Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris, 1080 The Fan. This is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan.
It's 919 here, Portland Sports Leader. This is the Hot Corner. We do this bad boy every single Wednesday night from 8 to 10 while it is football season. Because we love the Ducks. Woo! Just joking. Wazoo's I, li- got, I like Syracuse. Wazoo's got the beeves this week. Came off a huge win against Utah. I was there. I thought you guys were going to lose that game. I checked the score and saw that you guys were down, and I went, Oh, God, he went to the game that they're going to lose. 24-21 in the third? Yep. And then we threw a bomb, 28-24. Oh, oh. <laughs> Go, Cougs. My team almost beat Clemson, probably should have, and then probably Not probably, definitely should have. I texted you while I was at the Wazoo game. Yeah, I, I was like, how about that? Ser- how about that? Q- you were asking me about podcast stuff, which, no, by I- the way, you can download on iTunes or Google Play. I it's called Beers on the, Us. I uh, the new, uh, what would you call it? sign i guess it's a sign yeah that i have that alicia our promotions goddess gave me that said beers on tap and i put two post-it notes on it and made it beers on us so it's hanging at my desk now and i was like how about that q's game so that's cool but how about the q's game (laughs) i know because it was really cool but i thought if q's beats clemson because you guys beat clemson what two years ago last year Mm -hmm. yeah i knew it was recent i was like you do this back to back baby that means one was at home one was on the road i know because you don't get them two years in a home i know. know So that's what I was excited about. Yeah, it's okay. Still felt good to be close in the game, although I'm mad that we lost. Anyway, we have the American League playoffs coming in, and we'll try to – we're not doing it justice. We're just going to fly through this real quick. Uh, where do you want to go? Your team, my team? Oh, we'll your team. Yeah, we'll do my team. We've talked a lot about the Yankees we've, so far. We've done a lot of that. Uh, we have Houston-Cleveland, which in my opinion is the most intriguing matchup, and that's not because it's my team. I think this is – extremely interesting i do not know where to go with this thing with this um, matchup most intriguing it's probably the most intriguing i think the average baseball person would be like astros duh bye i think if you're a baseball fan i think it's a little more than that well i think the biggest question is is the indians season which was basically ignored from july on Understood. Which turned out to be not that great. No. The Indians were one win better than the Tampa Bay Rays. Yep. So Three wins better than the Seattle Mariners. Yes. So it wasn't that great of a season. Nope. But the Indians were gifted what might be possibly the worst division in the history of baseball. Oof. This year's AL Central. Try watching all 19 games of those teams. <laughs> I would Oof. I would gladly do it if it I was mean, my team. I mean, it was team. great as a fan, but you're, as a baseball fan, you're like, whoa. So I, just bad. I don't know if the Indians are the same Indians as they have been. Right. Because you would think in a division like that, when you're playing 19 games against the White Sox, Twins, and Royals, and Tigers, who, by the way, suck, 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 and suck. Oh, that pick you, which one's the worst. Uh, it's Good the luck. Tigers. But, but I you, don't know. I might say the Royals. That you would have 100-plus wins and would be cruising to the best record in the American League. But yet... They were three wins better than the Mariners, who we all saw completely collapse down the stretch. 91 wins is, I yep. think, what they got. Which is a great season. But 91 wins in, in that, that bad division, of a division, that's not a good season. So that is my biggest question is how much of that was real and how much of it was a fluke? And can we trust the Indians to be a good playoff team or are they going to run it to the Astros who, frankly – suffered enough injuries that they would have been much better too without all the injuries despite winning 103 games exactly yeah the astros were the astros were injury plagued all year not in the pitching staff the pitching staff 
was actually the highlight of the Astros this season, despite Dallas Keuchel not having a good year. Uh, Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, uh, Charlie Morton. The bullpens actually looked pretty decent, despite the woman beater. Uh, and their offense, their hitters, was actually the struggle. Uh, uh, Correa was on the DL for a long portion and of the time. didn't hit really well. Didn't hit well when he was before and after. Springer didn't hit well. Springer didn't hit well, also went on the DL. Altuve had a DL st- sprint uh, stint. So but he, you're looking but at, he hit fine. You're looking at your three best players on the DL. I heard an interview with Alex Bregman the other day. He was like, had those guys not been on the DL, we'd win 125 games. Uh, so... The fact that they struggled throughout the season and still won 100 games, uh, I think makes Houston still scary. But World Series hangover? How are you after being hurt? Tough to repeat a World Series. Are you in a rhythm? Like, is this team in a rhythm? Because the A's, kind of the athletics kind of crept up to try to do something, but also weren't quite able to get over the hump. But it was, so that, it was so very that, close for a couple of weeks there. Yeah, but then the Astros kind of knew, okay, we got this. Can they, like, are they firing on all cylinders? And I'll tell you what, Kluber's look decent. Uh, Carrasco's look decent. Clevenger's look decent. Andrew Miller's healthy. Brad Hand, Cody, Cody Allen. I know we don't love Cody Allen on this show, but... In fact, I hate Cody Allen. But Frankie Lindor, Jose Ramirez, Michael Brantley... Those guys have looked good lately. Well, here, so here's the I thing. I think this about... is going to be a very interesting. I'm not trying to sound like a honk. I promise. I think this is going to be a very interesting. Series. So here's the thing with the Indians. I have no way to go with this. Here's the way with. Here's the thing with the Indians. All those guys you named are great, mm-hmm. right? And I expect Lindor and Ramirez to hit well in this series. Brantley has been a revelation this year after many many injury plague seasons, um, and you guys are the only staff that had four pitchers with. What was 200 it? 200 strikeouts. plus strikeouts. And Clevenger's one of them, which is weird. I don't. Bauer, Clev, Carrasco. I don't trust Clever. Clevenger at all. I trust the other three. Just saying that starting Roto is good. I trust the other three for sure. Uh, Bauer proved it last year that he could pitch in the playoffs. Yeah, Clev's young. I get it. Uh, He'll actually, start game three. And Kluber will be great. I don't know about Carrasco because it wasn't Carrasco. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was Salazar who was hurt last year. Yep. But I don't know if I trust Carrasco in the playoffs. That's one Agreed. that's a little bit nervy for me. As an Indians fan, we're worried too. But And, and then you go against the Astros staff, which is uh, didn't have quite the numbers the Indians did, but Verlander, Garrett Cole, Charlie Morton, Dallas. I mean, it's, it's going to be on paper ace, ace, ace for both teams every game. They're going to be stressful games. They're going to be low-scoring games. I'd be very surprised. Um, I think what boils down, I think, I think the Astros have the sl- ah, it's tough to say. I think they have the slight better advantage in terms of starters. Yep. I think the Indians have the better bullpen. Yep. And I think the Astros have the better lineup. And yeah, and I think the Astros have the better, but it's not by much. Well, it, it's clear I would take the Astros lineup over the Indians, but it's not like it's not like what we saw tonight. It's not like Yankees versus A's. You know, the Yankees have the better lineup, but it's not clear and away you know the indians can still hang but we just said basically two two players who are surefire studs and brantley's had a great year but is aging and i don't know if i fully trust are we forgetting edwin encarnacion yeah because what has he done this year anything crazy he's been hurt a little bit but But so is carlos correa right but so again two bona fide studs 
right, on the Indians lineup? Brantley Lind or uh, Ramirez, Ramirez Lindor. Lindor. Astros, three bona fide studs, Altuve, Correa, Springer. Plus, I, I think some more playoff trustworthy guys just from what we saw last year. And that's why I say better lineup. Well, and I think the biggest thing is, is Astros Indians this year uh, played seven games and Astros won that series four to three and Verlander never pitched. Yeah. I think that's a scary thing. Yep. If you're an Indians fan, that's a scary thing. And if you're an Astros thing, that's like, oh, so we're a little over 500 and our ace didn't throw. Yep. Yep. And I think also on the flip side of that, the Astros bullpen until you get to Azuna uh, is really the wife bad. beater who got off, but um, or well, he reached a deal. He's on a peace deal for a year, right? So we don't know if he got off, but he did. I mean, technically he got off, but we don't know if he did it or not. Um, before you get to him, their bullpen is really questionable. Whereas the Indians bullpen has a couple of arms now who you can trust because of the Brad hand trade. So who do you got? Astros in five. I got Indians in five. Duh. Duh. <laughs> uh, do we need to get into Red Sox Yankees? I what? got Yanks in four. Four? Yeah. Wow. Have you seen that starting lineup Have, or starting pitching? Have you seen that bullpen? The Red Sox might be the most overrated number one seed I've ever seen in my entire life in the American League. I hope you're right. Um, okay, Mookie, Bogarts, J.D., those guys are absolutely phenomenal. But if what we've seen from the 163s, from the Cubs Rockies the night before, from Yankees A's tonight, like your bombs, your bombs are not life. Okay. You need pitching. And if you don't have pitching, you're hosed. And last time I checked, there is no starter on the Boston Red Sox that has recorded one win in a postseason. I'll take the Yankees in four. The Red Sox have great starters who can prove it if they want to. They just haven't. They have to. They have to. But they have not. Correct. Um, the one thing that's gonna I'm going to throw out there, this series looks great because it's Yankees-Red Sox and da-da-da-da-da. I don't think it's going to be great. If you've watched those two play each other all year, and obviously I have, it's been blowout after blowout after blowout after blowout. It's been like 10-2 games for both sides. There's barely been a close game in the bunch. So maybe it'll be a close great series because of the playoffs, and that changes things. But so far this year, it's been really, really boring for the neutral fan. Understood. So you, you, I'm going to go Yankees in five because I want to give a little little homery pick there. Um, I am very nervous about it, but also because of the way the Yankees played the last two weeks, I'm feeling more confident than I would have earlier this month. I'll tell you this real quick, and then we'll get out on this. Let's say let's say game one. Let's pretend. Let's pretend pitching matchups. Game one. Did we pick Dodgers and uh, Braves, by the way? Oh, we both take Dodgers. Yeah, right? I'm going to say Dodgers. I mean, I four. want Braves, but we take Dodgers. Um, let's say game one, for, for example. I don't know what the lineup's going to be. Let's say it's Tanaka sale. I'm okay. going to take Tanaka. It's going to be Hap, I think, for game one. Okay. Let's say Hap sale. I'm going to take Hap. Game two, Tanaka price. I'm going to take Tanaka. David Price does not like the Yankees. Game three, whoever against Rick Porcello, I'm going to take whoever. Might be Severino again at that I'll, point. I'll take Sonny Gray. 
I'll take Lance Lynn. Don't. I'll take CC Sabathia. Rick Porcello is one of the worst playoff pitchers I've ever seen in my life. Please don't. Not counting David Price and Chris Sale. Please don't say that name in this room ever again. What, Sonny Gray? Sonny Gray? Lance Lynn? I, I don't mind do Lance want? Lynn. Which one do you want? Sonny Gray? No, dude. The Boston... I don't know what's worse, their bullpen or their starters. That is the biggest Red Sox weakness that nobody's talking about. Their bullpen is horrific. Kimbrel's great, but if you can't get to him, they're done. Their bullpen is an absolute sieve. I would take the San Diego Padres over the Red Sox in four games, and that's what I'm going to say. When we come back, we got fair or foul, as we always do, at 930, which was two minutes ago. This is the hot corner, but first, here's Joe with sports. Oh, my that's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is Fair or Foul. Without further ado, our fantastic producer, one of the hardest working mans in the business, this is Joe Fisher III. I feel like there's like five or six hardest working men. Well, there's uh, like five or six Joe Fishers, so be better than the rest. There are at least four that I know of, so. That you know of. Mm. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All right, starting it off, we had um, our National League wild card game last night, and boy, was it wild. Oh, what a whoopsie doozy. Yeah, it was uh, 13 innings. Um, Not a lot of offense, which you guys noted is that the Cubs offense has been piss poor lately. Um, so, fair or foul, did the big five of the Cubs, Rizzo, Baez, Bryant, Zobris, and Schorber, go four for 22 last night? Hmm. Baez had two hits. Rizzo had the dinger. Schwarber went 0 for 1. Bryant was 0 for. 0 for, and then got taken out. But I think Zob might have Zobris had, had I think, one. So so fair. Fair. You said four hits, right? Fair. You said four? Four for 22. Uh, I want to say foul, but I'll say fair. That is fair. Oh, we watched the game. Mike, go us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Zobris went one for six. Chris Bryant, one for six. Oh, Chris Bryant got a hit? Yeah, he went one for, one for six. Oh, yeah. dang. Um, Anthony, uh, oh, not Rizzo, sorry. Wait, yeah, Rizzo, he went one for four. With one of the biggest bombs I've seen. Javi Baez went one for five, so there were your four hits, and then Schwarber went 0 for one. Well, remember, Rizzo didn't hit the bomb yesterday. That was in 163. Hey, there's a lot of baseball going on these last few days, dude. I'm trying to keep up. The only run was the Javi Baez double. Good call. <laughs> So by the way, he tried to give them a run that wasn't that. Run. By the way, that Rizzo bomb two days ago is not landed. That was such a bomb. Well, this such a bomb. This leads me to my next fair or foul question. The Cubs blew it. Fair or foul? Uh, oh, I'll start fair. The Cubs had 
three or four chances with a lot of runners in scoring position, and they had a lot of bounces go their way. They had a lot of breaks in that game, and they could not finish the deal. So, yes, the Cubs blew it. I think they were the better team, and they had more guys on base uh, in multiple situations where the Rockies had more hits, but they were more spread out. I think the Cubs blew it, and they were at home. This is so tough for me because I get so sick of that national media that, that like, the Rockies win, but it's like, oh, the Cubs lost because the Cubs are cooler than the Rockies and no one gives a crap about Denver and blah, 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 blah. Nolan Arenado, we've said for years that he's one of the most underrated players in baseball. So it's hard because I hate that narrative because I do think there's so many great things about the Rockies. However, I agree with Mike. This is fair. I, I like the Rockies a lot. I think that team is really fun to watch. However, the Cubs had so many chances to win last night. And I think Joe Madden might now be the most overrated manager in baseball. I thought he made so many poor decisions last night, and I think he's made so many poor decisions over the last three seasons, including the World Series in 2016, that that man is lucky that he is as revered as he is because if I were a Cub fan, I'd get rid of him. I don't, I don't, he doesn't know how to manage a pitching staff. He might be good with the guys in the team, but he has no idea what he's doing in game. But I'll agree with Mike. That's fair. They blew it. Scalding take right there, bud. That was. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty passionate about it. I, I love Joe Madden. I loved Joe Madden. I, He's no Terry Francona, I'll tell you that. Hey, Orioles will take him. <laughs> He's no Buck Showalter. Uh, Orioles are going to win the World Series in two years. I know, right? That's the <laughs> smartest move they could have made. That's the Buck trend, right? Yeah. All right, so NL field is set. Uh, we have the Brewers, Rockies, and the Dodgers and Braves. So with those four teams uh, being said, fair or foul, I want anybody but the Dodgers to win the National League. I'll go first. Fair. Holla. What do we say on this show all the time, every single day? Why are the Dodgers good? <laughs> I don't know why. My phone buzzed and said, Dodgers and Dave Roberts are negotiating a long-term deal. And I was like, y'all are stupid. I don't understand this. I hate y'all. The only person I like on your team is Corey Seager. He's hurt. I hope you lose. This wow. is specifically to you or just in general, Joe? Joe, you're saying you want the Dodgers to lose? Or you're just saying in general? Oh, I'm just saying like in general. Like, would you make this statement? I want anybody but the Dodgers to win the National League. No. Fair. Foul. I want the best World Series possible, and I think the Dodgers in it makes it the best World Series possible. I disagree. I think it's the Brewers. I think the Brewers are so fun to watch. I think their bullpen is so great. I think Christian Yelich, the MVP, Lorenzo Cain, who we saw in a World Series three years ago, uh, I think there is plenty to root for in other teams. Young kids in the Braves. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Uh, Nolan Arenado, the most underrated player in baseball next to Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, I think there are way more storylines to root for outside of the Dodgers. We watched the Dodgers last year. They look like crap and barely struggled to seven games. Sorry, I guess I'm an anti-LA guy. 
Don't blame you. Go um, so uh, that will lead us to our last one that has to do with tonight. That's the Oakland Athletics losing their second wild card game that they've ever played in. Uh, they're now owned two in those wild card games. And now, fair or foul, Athletics have given up the most runs total in wild card games. So between every team that's played, uh, you know, what is their, are they leading the league basically in runs given up in these wild card games? How many runs tonight? Seven? Yep. Yanks get seven. And they give up eight or nine or 10 against the Royals. I can't remember. But it was a lot because right. they, they had a big lead and they blew it. Right, right, right. And that was, so that's the only two wild card games the 16 runs. Yankees have been in three. They won two of the games. What they lost the, to the Astros in a low-scoring game. What was the final score of the Yank Twins game last year? It was like six or seven to three. What was the final score of the Braves-Cardinals, the first one? Uh, I don't know. When the Braves had the huge lead and the Cardinals won? The weird know. infield game? But the that weird... that's the only wild card game. Oh, the Cardinals might have played in two because they played the Pirates again, didn't they? Yeah, the Pirates have been in that game twice. I'll say fair because... Nine and seven is a lot for two games. That the A's have given up the yeah. most. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Although I've got I guess this, the Pirates could be an option. I've got, that's what I was gonna say. I've got this outside theory that the Pirates got smoked in both of them. I'll say foul. If you take the A's, I'll take the Pirates. Yep. And we win collectively. Sure. All right, I like it. It is fair. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, nine and seven. Uh, they of course, up Mike six, wins. Sixteen total. The second most. We though, both win, Patrick is the Pittsburgh Pirates when they went to those three straight. It was three straight. Yeah, they won the first one and then lost the next two, and they gave up 14 runs in those three games. Yikes. Mm. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I believe eight to the Cubs one time. Uh, But, yeah, basically the A's giving up hella runs. I'll use a Bay term right there, hella. Fun fact, fun fact to throw out there. Uh, the, uh, The Pirates and the Rays. The Pirates traded McCutcheon, the Rays traded Longoria, and both have better records than the teams they sent him to. Yep. Isn't that great? That's crazy. Isn't that funny? By the way, I just saw this pop up on my Twitter feed. The Oakland A's in the playoffs since 2000. 2000 Division Series Yankees lost three games to two. Epic. 2001 Division Series against the Yankees lost three games to two. Epic. 2002 Division Series against Minnesota lost three games to two. Also epic. That was a really good series. 2003 Division Series against Boston lost three games to two. 2006 Division Series against Minnesota won three nothing. AL Championship Series that year against Detroit lost four nothing. 2012 Division Poor Series guys. against Detroit lost three to two. 2013 Division Series against Detroit lost three to two. 2014 Wild Card against the Royals lost. 2018 Wild Card against the Yankees lost. Billy Bean has one playoff series win since 2000. So, but what you're also, what uh, that also tells me is that the Red Sox should thank the Yankees for beating the A's because that sounds like the A's were going to take them to game five. Mm, Probably. Yeah. That every single one of those you said, other than one sweep, it was like three to two, three to two, three to two, four to two, (laughs) three to two, one game playoff, one game playoff, one game, three to two, three to two. Don't mess with the A's. Don't mess with the Portland Athletics. We're coming for you. And that's fair or foul. We do that every single week at 930. 
Thanks to our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher, for coming that up. When we come back, we'll figure this bad boy up and send you out on a good note because it's October, baby. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Just a friendly reminder, you can catch uh, Mike and I's podcast tomorrow, Beers on Us. We'll drop that bad boy at about 4 p.m., assuming everything works out correctly. You like beer? Get on it. We do that, bad boy. It's been, been great, fun. Great response so far. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, it's been great. You guys have been awesome to us. We really appreciate it. Who would have thought, Mike? Who would have thought? You and I. I remember this. Uh... I was fortunate enough to win that stupid competition that I failed epically the year before. You were a judge, I think, the year before? Or were you a judge of the year I won? Year before. Year before? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the guy. I, I, I've, I've heard this guy's voice. Oh, okay, there's that guy. Uh, and then they Did put you say me it in- exactly like that because it's kind of weird. No, no. It was like, oh yeah, okay. Well, you know, when you when you're somebody out in Radio Land, man, they they have no idea what we look like. Yeah, well, yeah, for the most. If part. someone didn't listen to this show, they there might be a small chance that they think I'm like six two. Right, because you got a deep voice. Yeah, they think I'm like six two and like you so know when they go to a crowd, super attractive and can get, for... get, get any chick, and it's like, no, I'm five seven, unathletic, and like no, like well, not at all. The last part's true, but. The it's true for anybody, as long as you want it to be, um, and that is a true statement. Yeah, then it, confidence it's is true. everything, baby. It's true. But uh, they like look in a crowd. They're looking for you, and they're just looking up, like they're like oh, looking yeah. for some guy six foot and higher, and they don't see you because well, you're not. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But who would have thought? Now we have a podcast. Yep, a podcast about beer, as you didn't work in beer when you first started. Uh, hosting here i did not you worked in service but yeah. not beer yeah you liked beer definitely now, now you beer. work in beer and yeah. you're killing it killing it not really like i still have to fight every day for my job well you're still killing it though i hope so <laughs> i hope so is this not gonna be like the best week in the world i wish i didn't take like basic so i basically took like the entire month of september off i work like two days a week and then I had, like, this vacation or I had this work trip that I had to go to or this other thing I had to go to, and I basically wasn't around. I totally screwed up this week, this yeah. year. Because on Friday, well, I mean, starting tomorrow, it's going to be baseball all day, every day. Yeah. But. And I'm book solid. On Friday, we've got four games. Yeah. And you're going to be working through them. I'm very fortunate that I am not working during one of those games. And that would be Indians and, uh, and that w- Astros. That would be Indians, Astros. So I got lucky for that. Uh, but tomorrow, yeah, I got to work. When do the games, when are the games tomorrow? I uh, did, I have not looked at the schedule I, I at think, all. I think first game tomorrow is 1 o'clock because I think we got two games tomorrow. Yeah, we got both National League games tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's 1 o'clock and 4 or 5. 207 is Colorado and Milwaukee. I'll and- be at work. And then 537 is Atlanta and the Dodgers. Ooh, I'll be balls deep in work at that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, thankfully, Friday, they, the, the baseball gods have given me an 11 o'clock game, and it just happens to be 
Kluber versus most likely Verlander. So it's going to be the fastest game of all time, and you're going to have plenty of time to get to work afterwards. And hopefully we win 1-0. Come on, Michael Brantley, I believe in you. <laughs> just just a one-run home run off Verlander in the fifth, and the well, bullpen comes in. I believe in you. I believe I, in you. I've got my first game Friday at 4, so I'm going to be smack dab in the middle of primetime. Yeah. And then high school football starts after that. So I'm going to be useless for three hours of on air again well at least you get to watch the end while you're dealing with high school football because nobody cares about that but i have to keep track of all the, the scores so i have to keep track of all the scores yeah so i'm actually involved in the broadcast i'm not just pressing buttons yeah i suppose that's true um i think life is gonna be pretty great Playoffs. Uh, it's playoff time. It's the most exciting time of the year. It's really is. Somebody was like, it's so great. It's baseball playoffs and NFL's in full swing and hockey and basketball. It's like, shut up. It's baseball. Well, and fo- I like football. Well, I like football too, but like, who cares, man? Well, what, we really care about week six? Do you want to sit here and talk about Le'Veon Bell for the next three hours? Well, no, because that's been resolved for the most part. Well, I'm just, my point is... Like, touch them all, Joe. You've never hit a bigger home run in your life. Yeah. That's what baseball is. And we're here. I'm getting all teary-eyed. brown-eyed, handsome man. I'm getting all teary-eyed. It's like the third time today you've gotten all teary-eyed. Well, because it's October, man. (laughs) This is what we do. This is baseball. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life and i wish the best for all of you so for mike lynch joe fish who's helping out i'm patrick harris go do something i would do tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four donchich the step back three you bet music you set my world on fire. and even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on tune in go to tune in.com or download the tune in app to start listening